Uh, Irene Ng Ailing asks, Shifu, when I use breathing as object of meditation, do I observe breathing at the nostril or the rising and falling of the tummy? Which is better? <laughs> Good question. So, uh, sometimes, uh, oftentimes, oftentimes during meditation classes, uh, and usually during the first lesson, I will ask students this question. Yeah. Uh, how do you know that you are breathing? Yeah. How do you know? And usually the response is, uh, of course I know, well, because I'm alive. Yeah, this is one of the common reply. I know because I'm alive. Yeah. So this is the this is one way to know that we are breathing. And it is uh, knowing by inference. So uh, why? Because living things breathe, and since I'm alive, I should be breathing. Yeah, so this is the inference. So then I ask like, um, what else? How, what other ways? Then you think about it. Then sometimes, some, sometimes some students offer and say that oh, because I can feel the breath. So I say okay, good. Now try to try to. Uh, so then I ask them to try to go and observe themselves breathing. Yeah, not meditate. Observe themselves breathing. Um, and I, I, I tell them to just observe three counts, yeah, or, or sometimes five, sometimes ten counts, yeah, just three to five counts, okay, sort of like do a system check, <laughs> yeah, and when they finish, raise their hand and then they can stop. And uh, usually, after one minute or so, m most of them would have observed it, yeah, and after that, I will ask the students, like, how many of you observe it? at the nose tip or upper lip area and then a certain number would raise their hands not all, a certain number because right at the start I never give them instruction on how to observe just observe, just be aware right? but they naturally some of them naturally observe it at the nose tip area then I ask them how many of you observe it at the diaphragm area yeah? and some of them would say yes, they observe it there yeah, and li likewise, not all of them, not not the rest, and some of them would just say that they observe it by just uh, that general sense of the whole body, the chest area, you know, breathing in and out. Yeah, and 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 the the and so then I I tell them that. So, what does that tell us? You know. Uh, wait, hang on. Uh, let me just make sure that the comments are updated. Yeah. So then I ask them, like, so what does that tell us? In in the ten over years I've been back, uh, ten fourteen years, uh, in the different classes I've conducted, there's no one class where everybody uses the same place. Yeah. And so I share with them that. And why? Because I think we are all different. Yeah, we have different affinity and propensity. And I share with them about how I've uh, visited different centers and uh, trained under different teachers. And depending on which lineage they are in, and depending on the teachers, sometimes certain teacher from a certain lineage they teach a multiple set of methods because from their own experience they find that 
certain methods work better than the other. Yeah. So I reckon that certain teachers they teach the observation of the breath here, maybe because it works for them. Yeah. Maybe because it's very natural for them. And then certain teachers they meditate observing the diaphragm, the abdomen area, because it's very natural for them. And then there are those who observe in the chest area, so because that's natural for them. Yeah. So usually in my classes I don't enforce a certain particular area. Yeah, because I've trained trained under different teachers who teach different areas. It cannot be that only one particular one is correct and then the rest what are they doing? They're just sitting around. <laughs> Because each of these are pretty, they are all legitimate lineages with that that dates back several hundred years, uh. yeah. So, uh, or, or thousands rather, yeah. So, which area is the best? Uh, an experiment I ask students to do during meditation class is this. You can try this at home. So maybe you are sitting on the floor, maybe you are sitting on the chair or something. So use your palm, and um, if you're on the floor, put your hands on the on the floor. If you are sitting on a chair, use your hand to like hold on to the table or something, yeah. Um, and and then I ask you some question, okay? And if let's say I ask you, uh, is the floor or the table, <coughs> is it hard or soft? Yeah, and then you you think about the, you 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 go and you answer me. Yeah, is it hard or soft? And then I ask you, is it rough or smooth? Is it, uh, is it, uh, warm or cold? Is it stable or unstable? Yeah, because we are all in different places. Usually in the class, they are all having the same environment. Yeah, but even in the same environment, it is how they experience it. Yeah. So the thing is, in these few seconds, when I was asking these questions, if you were consciously trying to figure out, trying to observe whether the floor or the table is hard or soft, smooth or rough, did you think about your work? Did you think about your your family, do you think about anything else? Uh, if you do it attentively, chances are you probably wouldn't have thought of anything. And usually in class, it's a much longer period because I was ask them slowly and then they will respond. Yeah. So the questions are actually related to the to uh, the observation of the physical material, yeah, namely the four elements. Earth, water, fire, wind. Yeah. Hardness, softness, roughness, smoothness, then uh, hot, cold, and stability, movement, or stability, non-movement. So, um, when I ask you all that, this question and you answer, uh, using your hand, you are feeling it directly. Yeah. So you're you're not you're not just looking at the floor and you're you're not just thinking, well, floor should be hard, ma, shifu. What kind of stupid question is that? <laughs> yeah, of course it's hard. It's the floor, ma. No. But rather it is that because you felt it yourself, 
and because you felt it yourself, you are very clear. Yeah. And then when I ask you, is it smooth or rough? Because you felt it yourself, so you know. Yeah. Uh, and so on. So similarly, when we meditate and we observe the breath, it should be we should observe to the same degree, yeah, that same clarity where we feel the breath. Such that if someone asks you, is this the are you currently having in breath or out breath? You know that it's the in breath because you you felt the in breath. You know that it's out breath because you know you felt the out breath. Yeah. Or you you know that the breath is long, you know that the breath is short because you felt the length of the breath. Yeah. So um, in Buddhism when we say be aware of the breath, uh, it has to do with this. Uh, so not thinking about the breath, not speculating about the breath, but directly being in touch with the breath. Yeah, as to whether to observe in the nostril or the rising of the tummy, you can try, try observing one of them, yeah, for different sittings or in one sitting observe for a few minutes and then observe the other side for a few minutes, see which one works better for you, because the the, the I mean if you ask around those people who have practices practice under different uh, teachers, they will tell you that yeah I I've been doing this particular practice for a, a while but not, you know the mind is always all over the place the moment I switch wow immediately my mind quieted now sometimes it is that the foundation was laid using the first technique and then when you switch to the second technique cashing out and then you get good sitting yeah important thing is if you choose one stick to it yeah don't don't, don't keep on switching back and forth back and forth huh?